Don't be an idiot. Changed my life. Expecting the minimum, 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 the minimum. That's a formula I can live by. Don't be an idiot. Get up and do better. Two imperfect pastors trying to <laughs> figure it out. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Don't Be an Idiot. Time flies, Jake, when you're having fun. Most of the time. It definitely does. <laughs> and uh, here we are already mid-November. This is crazy. It's it's an awesome time of year. I love this time and also hate it. Uh, okay. This time of year is when I have had some of the biggest fights with my wife that we've ever had. Um, and it all revolves around... Yeah, please explain. The holidays. Holidays, man, they can be super rough. And as you get around family, uh, as we do around the holidays, and as I think you should, gather with family and, and celebrate and uh, spend time together. But that also creates a lot of tension and a lot of conflict. And, man, it can be hard getting back with family. Uh, so that's what we want to talk about today. What are some ways to help uh, not just survive? We we're, were going to call but thrive. it how, does, how to not just survive, but thrive through the holidays. And, and we don't have any brilliant insights, but we just want to talk and have a conversation about this and, and hopefully get help you get marginally better. Yeah. And, both of us are from families who high, highly value family. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, Jake, I think, I think it's I have an embarrassing turn. idiot story. Yeah. This is great. I, I'm not sure I fully processed through this one. So a little bit of grace, but, uh, <laughs> we got together with my entire family, which doesn't actually happen a lot just because we're, we're up here in Kansas. Um, like weekends are, anyway, there's a, all the reasons Sure, right? we got together in Branson, which was a, a great idea. We rented a house, you know, all the kids and everyone. And, and it was tense. Like, because as you said, like when you get family around, Things just get tense. Yes. And at the end of the trip, it was like a two or three night trip. So it wasn't even that long. It was purposely like, hey, we're going to try to keep it short and sweet here while we still all like each other. <laughs> yeah, keep what, it simple. Oh, what's, the, what's the phrase? Uh, uh, house guests like fish stink after three days or yes, something like that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we had some family live with us one time in my own family. And like uh, that goes, that's hard. Like yeah. extended family yeah. living. Well, I did something immature. Like I was so frustrated. I was so fed up. And just because I wasn't able to emotionally, you know, work through something. Like I got my whole family up. I did. I got to take credit as the dad, as the husband here, woke my whole family up super early, packed the bags and we just ghosted. We left. <laughs> Everyone's asleep. My kids didn't say bye to the grandparents or their cousins. We bounced. <laughs> and you're already like, Jake, what a stupid response. Uh, we made it. I left abruptly, and I've maybe ghosted my wife. Like the Irish I'm goodbye. Just, I'm yeah. just mad, so I'm leaving. <laughs> but I've never done that, like with my wife and kids. Like we are all ghosted. We just left. Um, in the dark of night, like this. Yeah, uh, it was. It was in the morning. About. Like we got some. Like it was. The sun was up. Like yeah. okay, okay. So it wasn't like we left at two a.m. We woke up and did that. It was like six thirty, seven a.m. You know what I mean? Earlier than you know a bunch of the kids you're getting. Anyway, so okay. we left and. We didn't help clean up. Like we didn't help like all, all of these things that like we were not, I, I was not a mature adult in this and I got 20 mm. minutes down the road and Sean and I are talking. And as is so true in my life, God uses my wife sometimes to, to prod <laughs> the, the Holy spirit <laughs> with me. You know what I mean? Uh, and I turned around and I turned around and I took my big old bite of humble pie and I went back and I was like, kids say goodbye to your, your, you know, mama and papa is what we call them. Say goodbye. Mm. Like let's, do this well. Let's be mature adults about this. Mm. I felt 
15 again, dude. Like, you know, you know that feeling of like, I made a stupid decision. Oh, yeah. And your parents are asking, why'd you do that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> because I'm an idiot. You know what I mean? So. And that's what we're all about here. But something I noticed, Caleb, I, and may, maybe, I don't know if this is true for you too. Maybe this is just a middle child Jake thing. I don't know. <laughs> um, I tend to revert back to a less mature self mm. around my family. And I'm not blaming that. I'm blaming me. Like, mm. I revert back to old tendencies and old sins. My wife and I were driving, talking about going to see people for the holidays. Mm. And she was like, hey, just know, like, this is something we've talked about. We've seen this as a pattern. Like, you tend to not be the Jake that I know. You know what I mean? The more mature. And Mm. I don't know what that is. If it's just, like, you get around your family, you get comfortable in weird ways, you fall into ruts, like, whatever it is. Uh, And I've got five or six of those dumb stories where there's tension. And I love my family. Mm. I do. Uh, now we were just talking, we're feeling a little old. It's been 14 years for me since I left for college. It was, you said 17 for you, right? I was a freshman 17 years ago. Yeah. And so I feel so old. Uh, I'm 32. Like I'm almost there to where I've half of my life has been away from my family. Mm. Like that that math doesn't make sense because I'm not the number, but no, I I am. I'm, I'm I'm closing in. I'm I'm 36. So, uh, closing out on half my life has been not, I'm not spending every day with them. I'm not waking up and seeing them every day. Um, but almost half. I don't want to get to Thanksgiving, to get to Christmas, and to, like, begrudge going home, going back to family. Yeah, I, yeah I don't going want, back to where your family yeah, is. Yeah. is that, I, I want my kids to have good relationships with yeah. cousins and uncles and aunts. And, and I guess I'm saying, I'm not great at this. Yeah, I think this is... Uh, <laughs> When I was a kid, I don't really remember. I'm sure we did. Me fighting with my cousins. Yeah. But what I do remember is the aunts and uncles and the grandparents fighting. And <laughs> I remember one for a couple of years, uh, one grandparent wouldn't go in one daughter's house. And I'm, I have no idea why. I still don't know why. Might have been a good reason. We don't I know. Honestly, don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't know, don't care. So so for uh, for this is why I think it's important for us to have this conversation here on this platform as, as our podcast. And because it's the adult issues. The yeah. kids are going to get over it, whatever they're fighting And they're going to fight. And they're going to fight. They're little sinners that are fools at heart. They're rubbing up against each other. So we as the adults have to take responsibility and say, okay, what are we going to do intentionally ahead of time to help prepare our own mind and heart uh, to deal with this? And it's huge that you recognize like, hey, I I fall back into a a younger, less mature version of myself because I think that's how we all do. We tend to revert to our same personality type that we had back when we lived at home, when we get around all of our brothers and sisters and our mommies and daddies. And uh, Yeah, I turn into... I turn in way more antagonistic than I normally am. You know I like to tease and, and trash talk when we're playing sports. And yeah, so you turn more? Yeah. Like it, like oh, good. I, I aggressively question my family. Like, it's so silly. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I love my older brother, but, like, almost came to blows one time over stupid stuff that's not eternal. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, and just don't want it to be like so that that's why we're having this conversation of like hey what are some things that we can implement and sean and i've talked about this a lot you've yeah. you know we've gone and had successful you know um <laughs> reunions with our families like what are some things that we can be doing to survive not yeah. just survive, but like thrive in these moments that's great so that our kids have grandparents that, that love them and they love and their cousins you know and all, all of those things so we found an article 
uh, as we tend to do, really just to give us our, a launching point for a conversation. And it's got 10, 10 tips to survive the holidays, as I'm sure there's <laughs> 10,000 of these out there. Trust me, Google came back with plenty right away. Um, but just a couple of these that we want to talk about. Uh, the the second one uh, on this list is think in moderation. What do you, what do you hear? So this one is a big one for us. Like mm. you just said kind of the joke about the fish thing. Like, uh, you know, staying with family is like, you know, staying with fish. Like after three days, it goes bad. Like you need to mm. think. So we think like spend time, but spend it wisely and don't spend over abundance of time. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, understand your routines and your, the way things work and know that the longer you sit with each other, the more likely something some hot topic is going to come up because you're going to get past all of the how are you, is, where, what have you been doing, like here's what's been going on in my life. Oh, what about the election? <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> hit the brakes. You know what I mean? Like we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> Is that where you thought I was going to go with that? Uh, no, not at all. But that, yeah. that's funny. Uh, one of the others, this this one, I this is the first one, is is keep your regular routine. And, and what I, I, where I would take this is not at all where they take it. Uh, but realize that um, I, I think specifically for families with young children, like routine is so important. Oh my goodness. It's okay to tell people like, hey, I kind of have to build our schedule uh, around their routine. Knowing that in a couple of years, it, well, we say it's just a phase. Like your kids are only in this specific, Nap like time phase. super yeah. routine dependent time period for a phase. So be okay with, with that. For a season. Now, don't let the kids dictate your schedule for their whole life uh, and, and find ways of dealing with that. But From like one to six, it's probably going to happen. <laughs> yeah, just, just know that that's, it's a phase like where they are very routine dependent and, and learn to modify for that period of time. You, I would even say to grandparents, because uh, like, I'm a grandparent, I can tell you, but like, <laughs> if you're rec- looking at your grandkids and be like, they're kind of turds. Well, if we broke their normal mm. schedules and nap times and mm-hmm. yeah, they probably are acting out in way because they're little sinners, you know what yes. I mean? Uh, being led by big sinners. You <laughs> know what I mean? So um, just recognize uh, you talk about routines, something that, you know, we noticed early on, we're going to get up and go to church on Sunday morning. And <laughs> it's for much as the routine and for the reminder for me, That's good. this is what we're about. And my family are, you know, churchgoers, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the values have, have changed a little bit, you know, you know, my family, my mom and dad and their ability to get out is different. Uh, but we're going to get up mm. and we're going to go to church and it's helpful for us. So that's great. Uh, this is one, <laughs> I feel like early Caleb, uh, early in marriage, Caleb had to really come to terms with, uh, and, and how we can as a couple work together on this is <laughs> be realistic. Try not to expect the ideal holiday. It's not a Hallmark movie. It's not a Hallmark movie. And you know what? Things are going to be messy and, and dirty. And um, my wife came from a place where she very highly valued Christmas and all of the, the trimmings, as they say, everything about it. And uh, so it's been a big a growth opportunity <laughs> <laughs> for me to figure out how to love and support my wife in this while still managing expectations um, in that we don't ever really get to have a, a Christmas at home. The, the Hallmark movie where the kids walk down the, the stairs in their pajamas and they open up Christmas presents. We're always away. We're, we're dealing with, 
uh, we're at my family's house or her family's house or, or whatever. So, um, you're the visiting team. Yeah. I, as a kid, you don't typically, at least in my experience, remember all of the ickiness, the, the all of the pain that went into the, the that morning or those those memories, uh, the holidays in general. Um, as an adult, you see it all, and we can get caught up in everything that's going wrong, and not just enjoy what is all going right. Like there's so many good things that. Uh, and and when we put all of these expectations on it, it 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 can suffocate it. And so just be okay with things not always being perfect, not going completely according to schedule, not going according to plan. Um, when Sean and I do marriage counseling uh, for young couples, mm. uh, one of the things we took from OBU and their marriage and family therapy classes and things like that was he called the family dance. And so. Mm. You know, when Sean and I got married, we came from two different families who danced in different ways. Mm. And if we tried to come together and do our each other's family's dance, we were going to step on each other's toes. We were going to have miscommunication. So That's we had to great. create our own dance. And so kind of going in, like having realistic expectations, one of the things that we set early on in our family was the way that we did Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. And you've, I think we've talked about this, something you want, something you need, something to wear, something to read. We do four gifts mm-hmm. per kid. My mom shows love by giving gifts. Mm. That's how my mom likes to show love. Mm. And I remember growing up in Christmases, that's like she loved to bless her kids because she had a she worked hard and she mm. loved to to buy her kids gifts. Mm. And you know, uh and that was just a little bit of a, you know, rubbed rubbed fam- dances, family dances rubbed a little bit there when we show up for Christmas because yeah. we'd pack the car full of stuff and Sean would be looking at each other like this is rubbing against our value. And it took a while to realize like we can't control my mom. And my mom is not trying to be mean. Right. She's legitimately she's not giving my kids all these toys to yeah, ruin like, my life. She loves them and she's <laughs> buying us gifts. And like, this is what you're talking about. Like mm-hmm. having yeah. realistic expectations and looking down the road and saying like, how can we mentally prepare for this? I think it's great. Yeah. yeah think Love you, through, mom. Think it through all that stuff. Right. And, and realizing just like your kids, when your kids are screaming in the car, it's not because they hate you. <laughs> It feels that way. I think that every time. I'm like, my kids are personally trying to drive out my salvation. Um, this is a totally off topic, but we, you've been in my house. We have a two-story house yeah. in the stairs. We tell the kids every night to go up and go brush their teeth. And yeah. as soon as they get out of sight, it's like, they don't see us. We can do whatever <laughs> we want. Freedom. And it's like a, I always think it's not a personal call out of your parenting. <laughs> They're doing this. Yeah. They're little sinners focused on themselves. Yeah. Uh, they are not personally tried to attack you realize that generally about everybody in your family too (laughs) like your parents aren't looking at you being like how can i destroy their life (laughs) maybe your maybe your parents are psychopaths but probably not they're probably just busy trying to think through their own life and think what's going on with them so as a married one as a married person, I, I think this one's important and, and they she's taken it a different way, but staying connected. This is a big deal for my wife and I is that we stay on the same page during the holidays and we don't let the difficulty of the extended family come between the two of us. Practically um, speaking, was it like, do you have check-ins throughout yeah, the day? Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. you talk uh, about it in the car? Yes. We try and find time for us two together because when you're, you know, you're back home, you're, you're not in your, you don't have your bedroom, your retreat center. Uh, so, so finding time for you two to, and for me and her specifically, uh, to intentionally check in and, and spend a couple of minutes talking and, and making sure we're okay. Um, 
oh, still, still try like for my wife, uh, acts of service is a big deal. Uh, and, and so for me still trying to find ways to serve her when it's not about, uh, like at home, I know 10 ways to, <laughs> if I do the laundry, if I make sure the dishes are all done, if I clean up the counter, like I can you take go the on. kids or whatever, I take yeah. the kids and just yeah. leave. Um, also just this will come up in, in a different one but for her she's an introvert my family's there's very few introverts in your dad family. knows more people in the church than i know yes. <laughs> yeah in our in my church not his church yes. yeah. Yeah. right mountain again love him <laughs> yes my dad's he never works the lobby <laughs> better than anyone oh, that yeah. i know he owns it baby this is this is my son's church so i'm gonna introduce you only only joe outdoes him in the working the lobby so yeah, that'd be a competition <laughs> it'd be a competition yeah we're gonna put a camera out and watch yeah it see time. who greets the strangers first yeah but my dad <laughs> has unlimited strangers so i'm gonna put my money on randy richardson uh, Let's go, Randy. But all that say, I've, my family's filled with a bunch of extroverts that mm-hmm. are all loud. Like, you think I'm loud. The rest of my family's just as loud. Caleb's so, the quiet one? I'm not the quiet one. But you're not the loud one either. I'm not the loud. Uh, we're all pretty loud. Yeah. <laughs> so from, what, another part of staying connected with her is giving her time and telling her to go hide. It's okay. And then making good excuses when she's gone. Yeah. Where's Where's Andy? Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's not for you it's to know. It's not your business. Yeah. <laughs> so with that comes the, the next one, actually. Throw guilt out the window. Oh, that's good. Like, hey, if you need to go for a walk by yourself, the best thing for your family is for you to go do that. Yeah. So uh, what are some other ways you should throw guilt out the window? Uh, we just... Shauna, I'm not, I don't think I'm thrown under the bus. I just think about like uh, <laughs> one specific way. Like, we're just choosing not to feel guilty. Like we don't feed our kids the unlimited sweets necessarily that I did when I grew up. Like <laughs> Christmas time, like we had bowls of candy out everywhere. And there's a long time where, you know, someone would give my kids candy. My wife would take it. <laughs> and uh, for a long time we thought like, oh, we thought, oh, maybe we should stop doing this. Just like play with their own rules. Like, no, no, we're going to parent the way we want to parent and not feel guilty for the way we're, we've chosen to parent. Gotcha. Am I catching up there? It was a little roundabout way to get yeah, there. Yeah. So I'm not going to feel guilty that I'm not going to give my kids unlimited sugar. Yes. Because it's normally the other way. I'm not going to feel guilty that my kids eat a bunch of candy. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. love that you went the other way with that. I'm not going to feel guilty that I'm going to continue to parent as I parent all the time. Yes. Like there are things that we have decided as parents. Like, And if my brothers don't value the same, none of these are close-handed issues. There are yeah. so many ways to raise kids and raise kids healthy in good ways. We're just trying to figure out what works best for us, and we're not going to feel guilty when we make a decision that seems to be different than everyone else in the room. That's great. And giving them freedom. You can make that. I'm not trying to guilt you into not yeah. letting your kids eat candy. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. That's it. I think that's a key one. Like, let's quit judging. Like, if it's a sin issue, yeah. If it's a difference in parenting styles or it's not a dog show where we're bringing our kids and trying to figure out who has the <laughs> oh, best one absolutely <laughs> like is. if you're getting together your siblings being like clearly i've got the best kids we rank all the nieces and nephews <laughs> at the end of the weekend have grandma and grandpa rate yes. them who do you think did best this is actually a hot <laughs> take that we should definitely do i encourage everyone listening <laughs> okay. if you're spending time with all your brothers and sisters give your parents uh, uh, grading cards that they're going to pass out to <laughs> all their grandkids. I separate from Caleb in this matter. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, one of the funny things you talk about, like, the, 
when you get back in the car after you've had extended family time mm. and you've got the 45 minute trash talk session of your family <laughs> is this just what? us what? where you drive it home you're like can you believe they said that like i cannot believe that happened and you just go on about like Speaking let yourself of distancing yourself from your co-host <laughs> i have never once in my entire life ever done this <laughs> As someone who pre-plans what he's going to say when he walks in a room, like when he leaves the room, thoughts, well, what you do oh. know about me, Caleb, the thoughts that I don't say, think about what I do say, the ones that don't come out of my mouth later, Shauna gets to hear them all later. So John Christ, uh, our favorite comedian has a podcast called net positive. Power. Yeah. I guess and, I uh, land there. He, uh, he started talking about jokes that come up versus jokes that come down. <laughs> yes. The, so in the 45 minutes post <laughs> family, it's all the jokes that were coming up from, yes, fr- from, from Branson to Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? For our drive home. You know what I mean? That's uh, great. and then just laughing and commiserating and figuring out, you know, I, I never want to be shocked, Caleb. This is one of the things like shocking that for 15 years, you know, average between us, we've been away from our families, our families and the people in change. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not with you every day. They're not with me every day. Yeah. So why would you expect you to be on the same level or have yeah. the same expectations? Uh, a little bit of grace needs to be had for families. That's yeah, really good. They're, they're throwing the guilt out. Like, yeah, give, give your family freedom to have changed too. Yeah. Uh, and, and to be different, think different. Because I have changed. Because I've changed. Yeah. And, I, and I don't want to be nailed down to everything that I've ever thought or said. <laughs> specifically, <laughs> 17 years ago now. No, no, specifically 17 year old Jake. <laughs> oh. I do not want to be held accountable for the sins. <laughs> so, I, you know, the best way to do that is to record a podcast <laughs> and release it on the internet. <laughs> so, for the rest of our lives. Yes. Best idea we've had yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, I actually love this one. Uh, if you don't want to be alone, don't be. Or, or so, stop me if I'm going the wrong direction, but we have families that we want to get together with. This isn't yeah. everybody. Yeah. Like, we recognize for one reason or another, maybe the holiday yes. season, because of a death, because of just estrangement, whatever it is, mm-hmm. is a painful time for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, how, how do you not be yeah, alone? So one of the, one of the frightening things about, the holidays is that they talk about the literally the loneliness index spikes Yeah, because not everybody has family. Not everybody has a place to go, but you know what? There's always other people who are feeling the exact same way. If you don't have a family, <laughs> go to church, find a family, hot take the community at church, find oh, not hot take. other people because i guarantee no matter i'm not even gonna stick with loneliness whatever you're feeling there's other people feeling it too but if you isolate yourself of course you're gonna feel lonely so if you don't want to be alone at the holidays (laughs) uh it's proverbs uh if you want to have friends be a friend (laughs) if you don't want to be alone invite people over Invite yourself over to someone <laughs> Invite else. Invite yourself no. over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we do something at church that yeah. I think is great because, mm-hmm. uh, and it, what I've noticed is it's kind of empty nesters that tend to yep. flock here because <laughs> if you're empty like my parents. flocking. Nice. Uh, <laughs> my wife and I have decided like Christmas is going to be at home for us. You guys have done that for Thanksgiving. And yeah. so yeah. like, and I think that happens in a lot of families. And so they do this after Christmas day meal mm-hmm. where they all cook a meal for people, whether it be like, Hey, singles or, you know, mm-hmm. people, you know, the first responders who can't be with their family, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And then they all get together and go do something after. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. They created community. Yeah. If you don't want to be alone, don't be. 
Like, realize you're a choice maker in your life. It's, this is, I could go out of rant about this. Real easy. But you make your own choices. And, and you know what? If you want to be alone, that's okay. Yeah. Like, no guilt there. That's never made sense to me because I'm an extrovert. <laughs> yeah, but me yeah. either. Like, I'm going to go find something. But also, like, if, yeah. So make make the choice. Realize that you you are a choice maker. So I like this next one a lot. Okay, uh, what is it? Focus on today and not yesterday. Uh, like we kind of said it. I don't want to be seventeen year old Jake. Uh, and with your family specifically, you probably need to have some kind of barrier that's like, hey, we all said some things. <laughs> <laughs> we all remember that time I ghosted you guys and left. You know, like remember that time when can I we was just a, forget about it. Like that would be. Yeah, I would apply that both to. 14 years ago, whatever that was, the math right there. Uh, and literally the day before, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, let each day, I think about this. My wife was a teacher for a very long time. Uh, but let each day start fresh for the kids. And a short you, memory. You have to just be, hey, things, especially when you're living together like that, like you have to have a short memory, short fuse. Let each day start fresh. Focus on today. Hey, if you're carrying something from yesterday, maybe you do need to have a conversation and talk about it. Maybe it's just you're cranky, and so just let it go and move on and and start. There are some today. things that need to be yeah. brought up, be aware of. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite Ted Lasso Ted Lasso quote <laughs> is, uh, "What's the happiest animal in the world, Caleb? It's a goldfish. You got a seven <laughs> second memory, baby. Like forget about it. Like you messed you messed up." Yeah, but you know then he's I mean? just continually figuring out he's in a bowl. <laughs> well, just ag- <laughs> acknowledge no, it, apologize yep. often and early, yep. and move apologize on. Apologize often. Yeah. That's uh, yep. It's great. Focus on today and not yesterday. Like, my brother and I can have a great conversation and not worry about the thing that whatever happened 15 years ago in the yeah, fight, the petty good. fight, you know, whatever it is. That's so. awesome. This one, uh, is, number eight, is just say no. Uh, hey, it's okay to say no to staying extra days. Um, oh, creating boundaries? Is that what you're talking uh, about? It's yes. okay to create a boundary. <laughs> I love my mom, but she is always shocked when I go to leave. Like, has been my entire life. Like, <laughs> I'm talking when I left for college. She's like, oh, you're leaving already? <laughs> like, and, and so, like, yes, mom. I I, I know. I, I So. There's time to gather stones. There's it's, time to spread. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Start quoting it's scripture. It's okay <laughs> to, to leave. Uh, or, or to not go to something, well, whatever your just say no yeah. is. Now, now realize life isn't all about you either. Uh, sometimes it's they need something. So the the double nature there, but it's okay to have healthy boundaries. And is this a healthy boundary? Um, so for the, my mom, when I go to leave for Christmas, I, honestly, the positive is she likes having me around, right? She loves me. My mommy loves Weird. me. Weird. Mom I loves know. you. But for me, having a healthy, uh, like, I communicate early. This is the day. This is the time. Uh, and probably being intentional when you're there. Yeah. Too, and, is and important. being like, hey, I want to talk. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So healthy boundaries. That's establish really healthy boundaries mm-hmm. and you don't need to throw out you, you think of it, you, that even applies to like the candy thing like hey we're not throwing out all of our normal boundaries if you choose to that's okay yeah but if you choose not to that's okay too so yeah absolutely um, yeah. Uh, the next one it says ask for help uh it's i did that it's okay to ask for help from your family and friends like uh Maybe you live in a family where you're like, you're getting ready for your family to come over. You're going over and your mo- mom or mother-in-law just wants to clean and cook all for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like recognize family time can be in the preparation and the cooking and like, don't take on 
too much. That's a popular like trope in movies is is the mother mother-in-law that's so busy and i think it comes right from scripture it's martha yeah. uh but I, also i think it's true there's a lot of people who just i'd be one to, that struggles to ask for help in, in different areas not specifically in in the cooking or the cleaning up but ask for help when you need it uh hey it's all family they're all there um now if you ask for help and they don't help that should be a conversation there. Like, hey, yeah. uh, that may be where you need to draw boundaries. Like, that. Maybe I can just talk to the dads for a second and wives. Yes. Like, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up and you invited family. Maybe you're bringing your extended family oh. to your house, which is a mm. stress ball. Uh, hey, just because your wife hasn't asked you to get up and help clean the dishes and cook the food doesn't mean that she's not over there hoping that you would just offer the help. So check ask in. for help could also be check in and offer help too. Offer so. it. 100% for husbands. Uh, Especially <laughs> about that stupid football game. You know, maturing. Hey, Detroit is going to win it all this year. I'm just You're not a Detroit fan anymore. You have rescinded your. I, I have, fandom. but uh, <laughs> my wife showed me an Instagram reel that some wives are, uh, some wives are single parents, and it's uh, a dad at a restaurant, and they show him just nicely eating by himself, and then it scrolls, it, it pans to the the mom, and there's three children on her while she's trying to eat. She's trying to get uh, to her chicken tenders. That's all she's trying to get to. She's trying to get to the chicken tenders. Yeah. So, like, it's both for her, ask for help, and for him, be helpful, uh, <laughs> generally. Um, Thanksgiving's a hard one for me. I love just sitting there and watching football and doing nothing. Like <laughs> To the noise of, of Andy cooking in the background. Oh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the most beautiful noise. Of misogynistic. Great waffles. Oh, yeah, Thanksgiving <laughs> is my misogynistic day uh it is my holiday uh she probably doesn't want you anywhere near the stuffing or the turkey though yeah, so typically it really fun this is totally aside but we uh typically i, I cook at least as often as she does mm-hmm. just just meal prep school year things like that yeah, yeah yeah but for two things in particular she is the only one who's ever cooked anything small group coming over at church for some reason she always takes that. I have no problem with doing it. Just never have in my entire marriage. We all thank Andy for this, so yes. let's be clear. <laughs> uh, and Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Like, uh, so I I need to check in and make sure that this is, it's because she likes to do this. So hey, this Siri, is just a great. Remind Caleb yep. to. <laughs> Siri, <laughs> sent me a reminder to ask my wife, what do I help with? And hey, by the way, you can do that. Uh, I forget everything all the time. Set a reminder in your phone for Thanksgiving morning at 9.30. Hey, wife, what do I need to help you with? What can I be helping with to help prepare for whatever? Christmas morning. Hey, what can I be doing? Uh, Maybe a week before Christmas. Mm -hmm. What presents do you want me to wrap? What what presents do you want me to be responsible for buying, by the way? Um, It's a great conversation to have. We already did the gift giving podcast, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I could go on about that. Husbands being good gift givers, but yeah. I, and I'm not. So I, I think the whole premise of this is kind of we bring it to an end. Um I, I don't think this has to be a fight. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you have to be in a weird movie where everyone's screaming at each other. What's the uh oh the Christmas movie? Cri- Four Christmases? <laughs> That's, That's a good one. one. But the favorites. one that we had not seen and your wife was like, You haven't seen this? Uh famous uh, where he does uh, the Christmas, lights uh, uh, lights on the thing yeah, and he, uh, he get, doesn't get the bonus from his boss. Yes. <laughs> Just listen as we stumble over this, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, National it's Lampoon's a, Christmas yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Christmas vacation. Christmas Goodness vacation. Gracious. Yeah, uh, it doesn't have to be this giant 
fight the whole time. Oh dude. yeah. Like uh, every one of these could probably have gone back to Christmas vacation. We, we missed a chance. We could have just done this. Most off. overrated Christmas movie, by the Whatever. way. Whatever. So, uh, uh, that's going to be the next podcast in Christmas. Overrated Christmas movies. <laughs> yeah. Overrated, underrated. I, it's going to happen. I've uh, All of them. All of them. All take. Of them. Every single one of them. Take it back. Elf is on that list. Every, so. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. So as you go back to your families, as you think about We're, the quote unquote uncle who likes to bring up the politics, as you think about, if you're me, reverting back to old sinful tendencies, mm. it doesn't have to be this way. Mm. Healthy boundaries. You know, just be able to, to know what you're walking into, to not expecting too mm-hmm. much or expecting exactly what you should be. Mm. Staying connected, uh, yeah, staying not, connected. Th- not just heaping guilt on each other and yourself. Um, yeah. And yeah. Keep the main thing the main thing. Get, the goal is to be with your family and spend that time. Get up. Do better. Don't be an idiot. See ya. <laughs>